0: What's up y'all and welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Body Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arnica, the not so typical chiropractor, and today we're talking about why your hamstrings always tight. All right. Today, we want to talk a little bit about those chronically tight hamstrings if you're someone who's been phone rolling them forever, been passively stretching them forever, and have realized that you haven't had any change. Maybe it's time to take a different approach because maybe the tightness that you're feeling isn't actually physiological. Maybe it's some nerve tension. Maybe we need to throw some core, some other things in there. So today we're going to be talking about the difference between what a sensational, what the sensation of tightness is and what a physiological tightness is. We're going to be talking about what could be causing that tightness. And also I'm going to give you some movements to help. So let's get started. Real quick, without nerding out too much and keeping it um, really basic, I wanna talk about where the hamstring actually is. So our hamstring is attached from our sit bones, so it's a part of our pelvis, a bone that we sit on. It attaches from our sit bones down into our lower leg, at the top of that calf actually. So that actually means it is a multi-joint muscle. So it crosses the hip joint and it also crosses the knee. Now. What that means, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in this episode, is there are different ways to lengthen your hamstring to affect the proximal, so where it attaches that to the sit bone section of the hamstring, or the distal portion, which is where it crosses the knee and attaches to the top of the calf. We're going to talk about how moving our pelvis can actually affect one part of the calf and how actually straightening our knee can affect the other one. So making sure that you are knowing that the hamstring is the back of the leg attaching from our sit bone down past our knee into the top of the calf. Now, let's talk a little bit about the tightness that you feel. And is it a sensation of tightness or is it physiological tightness, meaning like an actual contraction of that hamstring muscle? When we are having tightness in our hamstring, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to stretch it. We are so in this habit that something tight must be stretched or must be pushed into. But sometimes things tighten up because we're weak in that area. They tighten up because the brain is trying to protect you from certain ranges of motion. And when it comes to tight hamstrings, nine times out of 10, I do run into some people who physiologically have a contracted hamstring. And so the muscle is actually getting shorter. But when I go through an assessment with some patients in my office, actually learn that they're just feeling that sensation of tightness in their hamstring prime example one movement i have someone do in the office is a toe touch. i have them put their feet together trying to keep their knees as straight as possible i want them to bend over and get as close to touching their toes as they can now before they even bend over most of the times i get some type of huff and puff or like a face like you want me to do that today but bending over to touch your toes is a great sign to tell me kind of how in control are we feeling on our low back or how our low back health is if I have someone bend over to try to touch their toes while they're standing up and they can't do it, but I lay them on their back and I have them lift one leg at a time like an active straight leg raiser and they can get anywhere between 80 to 90% in the air, then I know that there is not a physiological tightness in their hamstring. Their hamstrings are contracting, shortening their muscle. What's happening is our body, pelvis maybe isn't shifting back as we want our core maybe isn't joining the party and so when we bend over to touch our toes similar to when we bend over to pick something up off the floor our brain is going to keep us safe that's its number one priority and when you go to make that motion of bending over the brain sends a signal to that hamstring that says i don't feel safe for you to be in this position so hamstrings i need you to tighten up to not let this person Get to this range. And that's what we have that sensation of tightness coming from. It's the brain sending that message to the hamstring to say, hey, I don't feel like they're in a good position. I don't feel safe for you to pull, for you to bend over and you to pick this thing up or bend over and touch your toes. So I'm going to tighten up your posterior chain. And this instinct, we're talking about your hamstring in order to protect you from falling over. That's what it means to having a sensation of tightness. And that doesn't go away. By kidding that passive hamstring stretching, you know, that goes away by really starting to reprogram that mind body connection from the brain to the hamstring. And that comes from us doing some type of eccentric things that comes from us adding in our breath and tons of other things we're going to talk about a little bit later. But moral of the story is when it comes to you and your brain not feeling safe to put you in that position, it tells your hamstrings to tighten up. And that's where that sensation tightness comes from. Now, if there is a physiological tightness, is it that hamstring has actually contracted or are you having some type of nerve tension? Because we can get tight in our nerves as well. And one of our big nerves runs back down that leg. I know you've heard of the sciatic nerve. And we think about it so much with, oh, you know, it starts from our low back. We go into our glutes, but it also runs down the back of the leg and it runs down in between our different hamstring muscles. So we can be having some sciatic nerve tightness or tension causing our hamstring to feel tight like we need to stretch it but maybe we need to be focusing on the nerve and this pathway that's going in between those muscles and not necessarily the muscle itself having to stretch that out so in that same scenario that I gave you an example of if I went to bend over and touch their toes and a person could do it there then that's one way I know that And they couldn't do it there, I'm sorry. If they went to bend over to touch their toes and they could not touch their toes, but then I went to put them on their back and I had them lift their leg up in that active straight leg razor and they don't get between that 80 to 90%. That's where that I know that they actually have physiological tightness. Maybe there is a situation where their hamstring is shortened, and they need to actually work on lengthening. I see, and I do the type of different assessments to see if they're having any nerve related nerve symptoms, any tingling, burning, pins and needles, anything going down the back of that hamstring that shoots and lights that up, because that lets me know that we're actually dealing with some tightness or some tension within the nerve. So there's different assessments to determine. Is this a sensation that we need to work on other parts of the body? Is this the hamstring is actually tight, so we need to do some type of lengthening? That's a lot more than just passive stretch and foam rolling, something that allows some long-term tissue, some long tissue changes. Or is it nerve-related that we need to do some flossing, some gliding, and really get that nerve to relieve some of the tension that it has in its pathway? All of those things could be a reason... Um, could be a reason why we're experiencing some tightness. And I want to talk a little bit more about other things. So we talked about the sensation of tightness, which means our body doesn't feel safe to get in that position. We also talked about the muscle actually being contracted and being shortened, but it can also lead uh, be some type of overuse of our hamstring or fatigue. A lot more, I guess, symptoms or things that I'm seeing in today's world is that our glutes aren't engaging and firing as properly as we want them to. They're not firing in the order that we want to eat to. And because of that, other parts of our body are having to compensate. Now I talk about so much that, you know, when our low back isn't working, I'm sorry, when our glutes aren't joining the party and they're not engaging and firing as we want them to, our low back tends to pick up the slack. But it can go the opposite way as well. Our glutes and hamstrings are important. All right. So if our glutes aren't joining the party then our hamstring feels like it also has to pick up the slack. And our hamstring having to do its job as being the hamstring muscle and also the job of glutes, eventually that muscle gets fatigued and it can lead to spasms, it can lead to those cramps or charley horses or just overall tightness because that muscle is tired and it needs to be able to be really lengthened and also strengthen and have the muscles around it help it out. So overuse and fatigue is something that can be causing some tightness as well. Your breath could be causing some tightness. One of the movements that I have uh, patients do to determine um, just, hey, how we shift our hips back, how we add our breath into being able to touch our toes. I have them do a toe touch regimen where they put a ball between their knees and they have their toes up, the balls of their heels up on something so that their heels are down and their feet are up. They're squeezing that ball in between their knees And then that they're reaching up, taking a breath in, blowing it out and reaching as far down to get as close to touching their toes as they can. They do that about five to 10 times. And then I have them repeat that by this time moving forward and putting their heels on something like a block and then putting their toes on the ground. This position is really incorporating our breath into knowing that when we hold so much tension and tightness in our body, our breath is actually our superpower. Being able to breathe properly and create relaxation in our body, being able to breathe properly to allow some tissue um, um uh, uh, what word am I looking for? Elasticity is super important coming from that breath. So make sure that we're adding in some breath work, our diaphragm, that 360 degree breath. And after that, that we're adding in some core activation and make sure our core is a part of that body, that part of the party. We don't think about it that much, but as we shift those hips back to bend over, our core has to allow us to be stable on that back to be like, hey, we can bend over and we can also get back up. So overuse of fatigue to a hamstring can cause that tightness. Not breathing properly or having proper core activation can cause that tightness. We talked about the sensation versus the physiological changes. And the last thing I want to talk about is having lumbar pelvic control, which means that being able to control our lumbar, which is our lower spine, where our low back is, and our pelvis. As we mentioned before, our hamstring attaches to our sit bone, which is a part of our pelvis. So if that hamstring is pulled tight, that means our pelvis is in a different position prime example a lot of people sit more tend to live their life more in this anterior pelvic tilt world where we're tilting anterior so our low back muscles are compressed our hamstrings are tight because they're elongated and because of that it starts to feel that ten- that tightness right that tension in the back of our leg well that's simply because where the hamstring attaches to the pelvis we're supposed to shift back we rotate forward and that causes tension in that hamstring now, imagine if you were living in this anterior pelvic tilt position for majority of your day. And you leave work, you're about to go to the gym, and you do your 10-minute, you know, foam rolling, your 10 minute stretching, and you've been stretching those hamstrings for God knows how long, with very temporary changes, or maybe none at all. Maybe it's not the issue of that physiological like for feeling tightness because it's fatigue over you said we need to stretch it. Maybe We need to release some back muscles. We need to work on our core and get our pelvis back in the optimal position. And when we do that, then we're in a better position for our hamstrings to be the length that they want, for our glutes to actually be in a better position to fire. And that had nothing to do with you stretching your hamstrings. I'm saying all this this to say that there could be multiple reasons why you're experiencing that tightness in your hamstrings, but don't just leave it to chance of knowing that, oh, I just got to stretch it out or I haven't stretched today, so this is why I can't do it. We should be able to bend over and touch our toes because it's equivalent to us bending over to pick something up off the floor. All right. So, of course, as always, I want to leave you with some movements to help. I am going to tag these movements in the episode notes um, as it's really kind of hard to describe. We got some nerve flossing or gliding, specifically to that sciatic nerve that runs between those hamstring muscles. We have a little hamstring mode, which is a way where you can lay on your back and lengthen your hamstring and really focus on your hamstring and not the pelvis, okay? Specifically, a little bit the proximal part, so where the hamstring meets the pelvis. We have an active hamstring stretch, which involves us hip hinging. We talked about your pelvis needs to be able to shift back in order to lighten that load on the hamstring and actually bend over and touch your toes. So we have a movement in there for that. We're definitely going to be doing some diaphragmatic breathing because I need you to be able to get as much air into that trunk to be stable in our core. And last but not least, we're going to add in some core activation exercises to make sure that we can stabilize our core, engage that core, and still move our hips, our pelvis, and other things around it, okay? I hope I didn't know that too much. I hope that you take this information and find it valuable for you. If you're someone who's been foam rolling those hamstrings forever, if you're someone who's been constantly stretching or you feel like I got to warm it up before I can bend over to touch my toes, I'm going to give you a little bit of tough love. When you're bending over to pick up your kid, your grandkid, when you're bending over to pick up that laundry basket off the floor. Are you, starting, are you going to stop to stretch out your hamstrings before you do that? Nine times out of 10, you're not. So we need to prepare your body to be in the best optimal function as it can. So you don't have to double think about, oh, let me check my hamstrings today before I pick up this laundry basket, or let me stretch this out before I pick up my kid. If we learn how to move our body as functionally as we can, then these things become easier and they become more subconscious, okay? As always, my goal is to help you move better, feel better, and be more resilient I'll holler at y'all in the next episode.